Welcome back to the Sexy Scary Book Club. I'm Lisa. And I'm Jessica. And today we are talking about A Ruin of Roses by K.F. Breen, um, which is book one of three in the deliciously dark fairy tales. Uh, It was released on October 8th of this year, so it's pretty new. Um, Yeah, it's got two of the three books out, and I believe the third book is releasing in February. Uh, And I'm, yeah, no, it's book one of three. They already said it, so that will be the final installment. And uh, it has a an average of four point five stars on Amazon, with a total of three thousand eight hundred and fifty one reviews. So that's pretty good. Yeah, surprising. <laughs> Yeah, and I just have to start it by saying there was, I did read through a few of the reviews, and there was one that just, I mean, she said other things in it, but it starts off with, don't forget to pack your pearls. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Which made me (laughs) chuckle because, um, like, just to start, like, this is, this is one of the spicier books that I've read in a while, um, and I, it did make me feel a little prudish at times. Right. Where I was like, oh, oh, okay. Well, even the heroine talks about that. I think she actually uses that line once about clutching her pearls or something about pearls. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So just kind of a general synopsis. It's a deliciously dark fairy tale. And what we've got here is, um, I mean, it's mostly a spin off of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, uh, but there are definitely um, I put some like Beauty and the Beast meets Alice in Wonderland, and then I put meets Constantine, which I don't really know why I threw that in, except for the fact that there are demons, like Constantine <laughs> with Keanu Reeves, yeah. like the devil. Oh, well, I mean, okay. you know, there's a, we've got a demon king that we haven't met yet, but I assume well, we he's have probably a demon coming. Ki- like, where the hell is the demon king? Because it's like I feel like he's just not even a character. Like, yeah, I, I get the impression that we're going to be meeting him at some point, but yeah. he hasn't. He does not make an appearance in book one of this series. So, and he's kind of lame. Like, he's not really doing anything. Like, I feel like they're getting away with a lot under his watch, and he's not really paying attention. Well, he's got all these. Okay, so so they're classic Beauty and the Beast. Classic. There's there's a curse. There's a curse, um, and it's sort of frozen the people that live in the castle. They're frozen in time. Um, they have not been turned into inanimate objects like in <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Um, but kind of the twist on this is it's a it's a shifter world, and so they're you know they all have animals inside of them. Uh, and I, I kind of, I thought that that was a unique take on a shifter book, the way that the, that the humans, um, the relationship that they have with their animals, it's kind of different than uh, your traditional shifter universe. Like, like where they're all mixed the, together? Yeah, they're mixed together, but also they're, they're like they're kind of separate entities that live inside of the per- the yeah. person and the animal. They're like instead of it just being like one fused being, you kind of get this idea that that they're both sharing this body. So I, right. I thought that was that that was different. I, I liked that part of it. Um, I thought yeah. that was a unique spin. Um, but so so part of the curse is that the 
the humans have been kind of severed from their animals in that they, I think they do still feel them at times, but they are no longer it's able really to shift. It's really rare, right? Because they make a point that like, it's rare that she can sense her animal inside of her. And a lot of them can do it when they get around the prince. Right. He's like, like he somehow draws it out a little bit. Yeah. But I, I did like I th- that. She doesn't know who her, what her animal is. I think that's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, people that have, have lived longer and, you know, had been able to shift prior to the curse have memory of that. Um, you know, they're kind of experiencing things in a little bit of a different way. We have our main character, Finley, um, and she was quite young at the time the curse happened. And so she had never shifted before. And so she she hasn't met her animal. Um, so she doesn't even know what kind of shifter she is. So, yeah, I thought that she does know that she purrs. Because her, when her animal starts to come to the surface, she she purrs. And so she yeah. assumes, oh, well, it's not a dragon because dragons don't purr. Um, I, I always think that, she's right? a cheetah. <laughs> she always gives me cheetah vibes. But yeah. I think she's a dragon. But, I think she's probably <laughs> a dragon because that makes the most sense because this is a very dragon-focused tale. Right. And I but, sort of – I misunderstood that to start because I had thought that – the the villages were made up of same shifter animals. Yeah, like I kind of got this that village too. is a the dragon shifting village, and this village is the wolf shifting village. But it kind of sounds like maybe that's not the case. I don't know because like, didn't they say like there was cer- there's a certain kingdom that didn't have these problems, and they were like a wolf. I think it's the wolf. Yeah. Kingdom. But maybe that just means th- that the kingdom is run by wolves. I don't know. Like the nobles are wolves, yeah. but there's still a mix of different animals from the, the people in the village. There's definitely some world building needs in this tale. Well, there's a I lot mean. of sex. Yeah, there's more <laughs> sex in story, which that's yeah. not always my favorite. Well, that's never my favorite. Why am I saying that's not always my favorite? I need story yeah. and sex. But. I agree. It's a it's a balance for sure. Yeah. Um, and I do get frustrated when there's not enough sex um you know I I love a slow burn but I I need it to get pretty spicy like I don't need them to like actually have sex in the first book if it's you know like a trilogy let's say I'm fine with like waiting because once they actually do have sex I feel like moving forward it it makes those scenes not quite as special or makes specials the wrong word but as fiery because you know, yeah. you're like waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting for them to come together. So when it's just these little like spicy foreplay scenes mixed in, which, you know, technically they this is what that is in this book because they don't actually have sex sex. Right. I, I, I hesitate to say that because what constitutes sex? There's no penis going into a vagina <laughs> in this book. Uh, but there are plenty of other sex acts taking place. There are place. plenty of penises and right. vaginas yeah, you're right just not from the main characters yeah 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 but we're kind of jumping ahead here like it starts with what's her name finley in her mm-hmm. village and she goes out and she's got this like natural talent for harvesting plants and basically making a cure that kind of helps all these villagers because all these villagers they did not get frozen in time they just got really sick 
And yes. so she's got this remedy that doesn't cure them, but kind of stalls it out. And so right. that's so really that, her focus. Is yeah. So that's a plant. big, that's a big part of that book. This is, it's a very specific kind of plant. It's called Everlast and it grows in the forbidden forest. Where you should and, not go. Yeah. Where you should not go because there is a beast that patrols the forest. Uh, and that's all Finley knows to start is that we uh, we learn at the beginning of the book that she has an encounter with this beast as a child because she's been going into the forest to get these Everlast plants to make different kinds of elixirs. There's a bunch that she is able to make. Um, there's one that kind because they have. OK, <laughs> there's a, there is a lot here. So. So, yeah. So the Demon King and the King of their i don't know territory their area yeah struck some sort of bargain way back when and maybe i just forgot or it just wasn't really explained why this bargain was struck or what uh, i never understood but the king was mad right like they yeah so i think we just don't know yet because i think there's a lot about the curse that's being kept in the dark well because Um, nobody can talk about it otherwise there's the magical gag uh, yeah. but yeah, but even, yeah, exactly that. So I guess that's, that's why, but I don't, I don't know. I don't get the impression that, that the main character guy would, would be disclosing a lot of information about it anyway, even without the magical gag. It just yeah, seems like there's like... stuff that he doesn't want Finley to know. Um, but anyways, getting ahead of ourselves again. So there's, you know, that's how the curse happened was that a deal was struck between the king and the demon king. And I guess, the, the king didn't hold up his end of the bargain. And so that's why the demon king put this curse on the land. Um, and the king is dead and the queen is dead. And um, he, the demon king, we know that he does come there from time to time because that's mentioned. Yeah. But mostly he has these other demon like incubus and succubi kind of monitoring things uh, slash wreaking havoc on both the villages and the castle um and he they're supposed to be like his watch watchmen to make sure that you know i don't know i don't i don't know what they're making yeah. sure of that well and they, like they allude to like they're kind of there to try to break the prince down so he does something to like mess up the like the alliance that or something yeah yeah which i'm still really foggy about what that agreement is because it kind of sounds like everything's a shit show so i don't really know what they're wagering for but um yeah they're there to try to like foil his resolve the prince's resolve i don't know right but anyways so uh so finley has an encounter with this beast when she's a kid but she like escapes with the everlast and and barely her life and so now she tries to be really stealth when she needs to go into the forest um to kind of escape the beast's attention but she's had had a good run she hasn't hasn't had any encounters with with the beast in quite some time um but you know naturally early on in the story her luck runs out and she does have to run from him again with her plants and she has a dagger and she's skilled with this dagger we learn but in a fluster she kind of drops it and she doesn't think the beast can leave the forest because Mm -hmm. she's always been like chased to the edge but the beast has never come into the village before so she thinks there's some sort of magical guard that's keeping him in that area um 
but the beast shows up at her house like the next day and throws her dagger in the ground by the door. And that's sort of like this unspoken, I don't want to say threat, but wager that yeah. uh, she knows that he wants her. And so she decides to save her family. So she's been, you know, she's been caring for her family. Her mom is is gone and her father has been slowly dying of this, this sickness. Um, she's been kind of keeping him afloat with her her potions that she makes, her elixirs. Um, but she decides she's just going to run back into the forest to lead him away from the family and kind of, you know, offer herself up as a, for whatever he wants, like, to kill her or whatever he's going to do. She doesn't know at this point. Um, right. I feel like it's the reader, like, I knew right away, like, he's not killing her. Right. Like, oh, yeah, of course. I didn't get that vibe. Like, he's just, like, peeking in with his big old, you know beast eyes mm -hmm. which i was having a really hard time trying to like figure out how big he actually is because like at one point she's looking out the window and they just see his eye mm -hmm. so he's pretty huge but yeah, yeah he, well, just... she, he carries her around in his mouth yeah he does so he must be pretty <laughs> big um yeah I, this this scene actually reminded me a lot of when we first meet um no i don't even tamlin and a court of oh wow i didn't even think about that yeah and roses. Their, little, their little house and yeah breaks down the door same same sort of thing it's like a you know you did something that you knew was against the law of and the I'm land here. and now yeah. i'm here to kind of collect my ransom which is you um yeah, it is really similar huh. yeah um <laughs> Yeah, so so she chases him, or you know, she makes him chase her back into the forest, and and almost immediately he shifts uh, down into this naked man, and she's yeah. like, oh, okay, and uh, so we know that there's a prince, but I Finley has a discovery later on that oh he's the prince, and, uh, and which I, I, I wrote always down, thought, like, oh yeah, <laughs> I wrote down we didn't already know that. <laughs> Yeah, no. I did the same thing. I'm like, was that a mystery? I thought we always knew it was the prince. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't because like she some... didn't know that he was a dragon, right? I don't know. No, don't she just was... thinks he's a beast because his wings. Remember, so you're not supposed to be able to shift with this curse, but he somehow fought through and shifted, and it took his wings away. So he's right. just this like stumpy beast, and so she didn't realize he was a dragon. He was a dragon. Okay, okay. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I, I knew it from the get go. But... It's, uh, yeah, it's the same dude. And she also like had a thing for him when she was little, and they were free, and he would fly through the sky, and she'd just sit there and watch him fly, and like she was very taken by him. So there's some history, right? Oh, and his name is is it Nifane? Nifane? I don't know. Nifane? I knew I said Nifane. <laughs> I knew this was gonna yeah. be one where we were like, I don't know. Yeah, because Nifane sounds weird to me. It does. So I yeah. just went Nifane. Yeah, I agree. That's how I was pronouncing it, too. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> we've come to a consensus, right or wrong. Right. Um, but yeah, so we learn that he is a dragon shifter, and he's the last of the nobles. Um, and, you know, I say late, we later learn he's the prince, which I thought was established from the get-go. Um, and he's, you, you had mentioned, he's the only one that can still shift because somehow he's strong, so he was strong. able to fight through the curse um so you know he can't fly anymore so now he's just this flightless dragon who you know patrols the forest to um kind of kill the nastier demons before they have a chance to go into the villages um right. 
and he he uses her thieving of the Everlast plants as like the guise for why she is being imprisoned. So, you know, as for her crimes, he is going to keep her as a prisoner at the castle. Um, but we later learn that he's really been watching her for her whole life and, and kind of sees that she is taking these plants and sees that she knows how to work with them um, because he knows how to work with them. He's the one that's been kind of tending them and caring for them. Um, and, you know, we later learn that the queen, his mom, who has passed, also had a, a way with these plants and kind of taught him the ways yeah. of how to work with these plants. And so he sees that she's taking them. And then he hears these rumors that her village has been able to, you know, the death rates have declined. Um, so there's something yeah. that's going on where people aren't dying from the sickness. And he's his curiosity is piqued by this and he wants to figure out what she's learned um right. from these plants and, and he so has that rose there's like that rose where like each branch is a different part of the kingdom and like the more that people are like suffering and dying like the more dead that branch is and her branch is still hanging in there so. right and so that's that's really the reason that he's kidnapped her is because he wants to learn her secrets yeah and she like just instinctually kind of gets this stuff like she reads a lot but um she has a natural knack for it yeah, so that's another twist that we get. Like, of course, she loves books because she's the the Belle character oh, of the <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, but she's also a healer um, who, yeah, like you said, she reads a lot and she's gotten her knowledge from books, but also from trial and error just because she has a natural way about her, like a natural mm -hmm. um, inclination to, to work with these plants and kind of- Wow, I didn't funny. realize like how much of a Beauty Beast ripoff this is because there's even like the Gaston character- I forgot his name. So I said Jay. I did right? too. <laughs> no, I wrote that down at the very end. I was like, oh, we Jack Gaston character. Something. Yeah, Jack we is. just we just meet Jacond. I don't know. Jacond? No, that's a type of pastry, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm also watching British baking shows. So I've got don't that say in my anything. Brain. I haven't finished it yet. Okay, I fell asleep before the end. I think I know oh, okay. who's gonna win, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I we just watched it last night. Um but yeah, so there's this Gaston character who's like the village hot guy um, who wants, yeah, who wants to make Finley his wife, but you know she wants no part of it. And that's that's really all we get from him in this book. We just kind of get a meeting, and we know that he's hot for her ass, and she's like, "Fuck off," and he's kind of I, a douche. I ain't playing with you. Yeah, and he's a douche. Yeah. Um, I don't remember his name either. Um, but you know we'll get more from him later uh i think but really we don't and we also know that she is not a virgin we know she had a boyfriend who <laughs> dumped her um and broke her and, heart yeah broke her heart but she doesn't really seem to care about it all that much i don't know no, she's yeah. like much again much like the bell character she's sort of uh she's not your average lady you know she she like wears pants and fights and uh is more interested in in caring for her family than being like a good wife and even she her brother because she's got a brother who i think is like fairly close in age hannon is his name mm -hmm. uh and he's like a better wife than she is she kind of makes that <laughs> comparison well, a yeah, couple of like times he's, yeah 
yeah, he's like the caregiver, he cooks and, and all that stuff. And she's, you know, not as interested in that, um, that sort of lifestyle. Uh, so I think that's why but the boyfriend had dumped her. She is very attractive. Once again, this point is made. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like that because we don't get like, we know that she's beautiful. We have no, we don't, no idea what she looks like, though. Yeah, yeah. and I thought uh-huh. that was that was interesting. I thought, um, you I know, know me too. it's you can kind of make, I guess, make her whatever you whatever your idea. Consider her beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, I liked that too. We just know she's hot because of little things that are dropped here and there. Um. Yeah. So so then we get to the castle. And you really, mm-hmm. this is kind of the Alice in, in Wonderland part. It's like, first of all, the forest uh, is, you know, there's lots of crazy stuff that goes on in the forest. And then you get to the castle, which is like, uh, I don't know, it's sort of like the Queen of Hearts slash Mad Hatter's tea party sex stuff going on there. I was going to say, were there a lot of orgies in Alice in Wonderland? Because I don't remember no, that but- part. <laughs> I'm sure there's a porn out there somewhere where oh, <laughs> there definitely. is multiple. <laughs> yeah. But just the idea that everything is kind of like turned on its head. Um, yeah. So yeah, we basically get, get walked straight through a, a sex party. Um, yeah. That's, you know, there's this big to do going on and, and Nefane is carrying Finley through this to kind of get her to her tower room where she's going to be imprisoned question mark i have a passage from when you first meet the like you first get there because i was just like holy shit this is a lot um so i'm gonna go ahead and just kind of read it so we have an idea of the tone of this book (laughs) okay so directly in front of us two women writhed as they danced each completely naked except for their masks one with her fingers in the other's mouth and the other with her fingers in the first pussy. My gaze darted to an orgy of all men in the back. It was some sort of train with four men attached with cocks and asses and in perfect sync, ramming forward and pulling back in opposites so they all had friction. Their timing was impeccable. One premature thrust and the whole party would disentangle. Like, I read that. I'm like, what am I reading? Like, is this supposed to be funny? Because that's hilarious to me. But I'm also just like, I don't want to read this. <laughs> this is a lot. See, I didn't really mind that. Really? No, I, I was okay. like, wow. I was clutching my pearls for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. But yeah, and that's, I mean, early on in the book. Like, that's just right away what you get. So if you're someone that loves, like, sex right away up front, this is the book for you. <laughs> For sure, for sure, yeah. There's um, there's a lot going on in that ballroom. I don't even know what ball room of the room. castle they're in. <laughs> Lots of balls flying about. For sure, yeah. A yep. little, like thing with like pe- people are dressed up as furries. I don't know why that's a thing. Yeah, well, like, I mean, we get we get another character. It's like the butler. Real? Yeah, which I yeah, love we him. meet the butler, and he's yeah, he's great. Hat Hadriel Hadriel. I said Hadriel. Hadriel, okay, sure. Um, that makes sense. Uh, he, we get a lot of comedy in the book from him because, Mm -hmm. and also a lot of narrative. He's the one that kind of is, you know, schooling Finley on on how the curse works at the castle and and what it's kind of driven everyone to. Um, but yes, we meet him at this demon sex party and he's dressed up in this purple 
fuzzy beast costume that um, we understand right away is sort of supposed to be a parody of the Nefane's beast. And he's really yeah. concerned about <laughs> the prince seeing this and, and him getting in trouble for wearing it. Um, but, you know, he Nefane goes through and is like, you know, you need to, I got a, I got a, something going on here. I need you. And he's like, you know, it's, it's my off time. Uh, so that's one thing that we learn is, uh-huh. is that the demons really come out at night. Uh, yeah. During the day, the castle is, they're sleeping, I guess. They go elsewhere. They're not. They're like vampires or something. I don't know. They don't yeah, like the sun. Yeah. So during the day, they kind of all <laughs> have figured out a way to to get through the days. Um, we learn that the kind of competent staff of the castle have all died off over the years. Um because they've either been killed by the they've demons or yeah. the magical gag has killed them. Yeah. Um, so they have learned that kind of being mediocre at your job is what uh, keeps you alive. So um, Hadriel, Hadriel, how do you say it? Hadriel. <laughs> Hadriel. Uh, he wasn't the butler to start. In fact, has no experience as a butler. But, you know, as other people die off, other positions just kind of come in to take over that role. Um, And so, you know, he doesn't really know what he's doing, but he (laughs) tries to get by. Uh, What did he do initially? I think they do mention it. He did work in the stables or something, didn't he? I think it was a stable boy. Maybe, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so he is kind of called to wait on her. Yeah, and, yeah, but she also has a lady's maid who's uh, Leela is her name, <laughs> who likes and, to peg people. She's like yeah, a dominatrix she, character. Yeah, yeah, but then she's, she's really, really sweet during the day. <laughs> sure, but she always has like marks around her neck because she likes being choked. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, maybe <laughs> I'm getting the right. character mixed up then because she. Oh yeah, there's another one. I think she may have been like the like the what do they call them? Like the main maid. The main maid, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like the one who's in charge of all the other maids. Yeah. Yeah, um, but like every night they all just have these crazy sex parties and they can't control themselves because they're under the influence of like succubi and incubi. Yeah, and they've and just devolved into kind of this shame sex spiral. I love like Hadriel's like, I'm in the shame sex spiral. I have to do it again and again and I feel so much shame, but I can't control it. It's just like, it's kind yeah. of funny. He's hilarious. And yeah. he's really worried about Finley killing him. Um yeah. But you know, he also is <laughs> I I uh wrote down one quote from him when they kind of finish their introductions and he says, You'll still need clothes though. I can see your tits um through that top and you're dirty as hell. We're a civilized fucking outfit here. <laughs> he's like says it where he's still wearing his fuzzy he's got, like, his penis beast. hanging out too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a little bit of um confusion you right. get the idea you know everyone's kind of just in this weird almost like they're on lsd or something mm-hmm. so during the day they're like continuously coming down off of this lsd trip and then the night descends and they're right back into it again so they kind of are just moving through life in a blur um, yeah there's that one they're like he's just like joking he's like stay away from him he'll end up in your butthole He's always just there and like he just shows up in people's buttholes. So stay away from him. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we get a, a tour through the castle the next day and we learn that, you know, they've they have all these different classes. 
that they yes. find ways to occupy their time. Right. So can, like do embroidery or watercolor painting or, um, you know, so we, so she's like kind of a prisoner, but kind of not like she's supposed to stay in her room at night, but during the day she can kind of move about the castle as she wants to. Right. Um, and you later learn that's actually more about protecting her. Um, because Nefane doesn't want the demons getting to her. Right. And so it's, yeah. So he, he kind of spills his guts straight away about the the real reason that he's, he's taken her there is because he has watched her and he wants to see what she does with the Everlast plant. And they, I don't know. I mean, you know, they have a very typical main character romance going on where he's you know your alpha male who's bristly and kind of an asshole i'm all trying um, to push her away hot like, and cold yeah i'll ruin yeah. you you don't want me but i can't control myself oh. right um yeah. but also like we learn he's just misunderstood but we don't really get that much about his story right like we don't know the Ew. particulars about <laughs> Oh, she's I found another passage. I was just looking through my notes because you'd mentioned he's hot and cold. And there's one where she's like, we're talking about like, they definitely have this um, uh, desire for each other, right? And their animals really, really want each other. Like their animals want to get it on. They've decided yeah. so they're that's meant to an, be. That's an interesting distinction is it's like they're yes. almost not in control because the human humans of them don't like like each other but they really do but they haven't they admitted do. that yet yeah but their animals are like yes alpha i recognize another alpha and we need to like get this going like we want to get it on and fuck you humans you don't know what you're yeah. talking about um and so you know there's a lot of like internal dialogue that she has with her animal which you know she has never really even been introduced before for some reason Nefane comes along and all of a sudden animal her animal out. is like surging up and wanting to get at this she sexy wants to alpha. fuck Nefane. yeah <laughs> yeah and well, she's Nefane. like simmering down yeah and of course like you know we get the push and pull like on his side it's he's yeah he says like i don't want to ruin you blah 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 uh but she just thinks oh it's because she's a commoner and so he wouldn't like lower himself uh, to be yeah. with her so there's there's obviously like something going on that we don't know about, like why he doesn't want to be with her. He thinks he's going to die. He's just trying to ride out the curse. Like he doesn't want to bring, you know, trouble on her and her family. He doesn't want the demon yeah. king to take notice of her. Like well, there's something else going on. He's also we got weird like shame stuff. Like I think he blames himself for his mother's death. Like there's a whole bunch of weirdness that they haven't quite shared with us yet. Yeah, I have a feeling there's like a reveal coming. Um, yeah, you know we know when that's gonna happen. There's probably they're gonna get closer and closer. And then, you know, there's going to be some reveal of some terrible thing that he's done that's going to, like, push them away from each other again. That's your typical. Yeah. But anyway, um, you were going to Speaking read. of push him away. Yeah. So you were talking about hot and cold. And this was something to kind of show, like, yes, this is Beauty and Beast, but it's a little more crass. The line. <laughs> Would he push me away before or after he filled me with cum? Oh, <laughs> it's too much for me. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah that didn't work for me <laughs> yeah yeah i there i don't like a, some of the descriptions the it's a little much for me um oh here but this one's funny so this is her talking about her desire for him 
Fuck nice. I have a dark and damning need for that alpha. I want to take a running leap, wrap my legs around his head, and force feed him my pussy. This bitch needs some cock. Wham, bam, <laughs> call me ma'am. Great. <laughs> that cracked me up. So yeah. I don't know. That that was funny to me. Yeah, but some of them are good. Uh, You know, just like, like let's just tick off some of Lisa's pet peeves when we come to, to sex stuff. Too yes, much please. use of the word pussy. Don't like that. And that, come. Yeah, all like that's the the author's two favorite words. Pussy come, pussy come, yeah. pussy come. I don't mind big cock. I don't pussy mind. Come, you pussy know. come, pussy come. Right. <laughs> pussy come, pussy come, pussy come. Yeah. All right. There's a, yeah, there's I don't like that. And then as as I've stated before, I don't like butt stuff. There's a mainly lot of just butt. mainly just eating ass. I, I don't even really mind anal sex, even though it's not, you know, my my cup of tea. It doesn't like gross me out to read about it. But ass eating it again, I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. I'm glad I'm that like the we've, ass eaters out there are getting some representation and there's books out there for them. We've talked about Kudos. this. Like ass eating is trending. Like kids these yeah. days talk about eating ass a lot. So I it's think just we're just showing our sexy. age here. Yeah, great. I mean, look, eat away. I don't I I'm not here to stop you. I just personally don't get turned on reading about it. But right. which is fine. I see it. I skip down a paragraph. I'm back in. It's not that big of a deal. It's just something that like takes me out of it. Yeah. She um, doesn't get into that though. She just like she talks a lot about how like she tried kind of putting her finger in her ex's butthole once because he kind of liked it. And so she's very like curious about the butt. She's very willing to experiment with the butt. That's as far as we get with the butt stuff, I think. Yeah, I think I think she does mention something about a puckered her puckered hole. Yeah, yeah. And he was getting like, nope. near her puckered mm-hmm. hole and like she was kind of getting excited and yeah. curious. Um but yeah, it's just person just on a personal note, that you know, that's just and I also don't like it when they talk a lot. I like the show don't tell in a sex scene. I don't like yeah. it when the characters and and she doesn't really do that too much. Uh, but there's certainly other books where there's like sexy talk going on, and they no, I don't. She like does that. do the Shut thing up. where um, this happens with action scenes too. Sometimes where I'm like, where was that leg and where was that foot? Wait, are yes. we facing forward? I thought he flipped her around, but why is mm-hmm. he grabbing her tits? I'm really confused. Like yeah. there's a lot of that where I'm like, I don't understand how this is working. The mechanics like, of this. Yeah. Like yeah, that, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not the most flexible person, but I'm pretty sure the body doesn't move that way. <laughs> you know, For so there sure. was some, uh, some of that. And like, sometimes if there's too much of that, I get kind of like distracted instead of just like feeling. Yeah, because you're trying to like figure it out. You're like, okay, I gotta yeah. go back. So first they were this way, and then <laughs> yeah. yeah, like sometimes I'm like, keep it simple, just do a good throw up against the wall, wrap the legs around, you know, and let's get to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this yeah, had a no, lot totally of like agree. what? <laughs> yeah, and I think it's because you know she's trying to do that build up where they don't actually have penis and the vagina sex in this book so she's trying to like figure out ways to still make these scenes spicy without taking it all the way home so i was like thinking about that too because usually i like that because like you're waiting and you're waiting for that like okay they finally p in the v this has happened right (laughs) like yeah but like i don't I don't know if it was successful this one because they were doing so much that I'm like, they're having sex. Like it's not traditional, but like 
Right. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we're really building anything at this point. Like, can they just fuck already? Like, they should just be fucking because they're fucking. Like, it, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. And I've always thought, like, so maybe you and I are the same or we're still unique to I feel like some of these sex acts that they're doing require a level of intimacy that oh, for yeah. me goes beyond sex. Yes, no, I, I agree. I am much more inclined to just fuck somebody before I let them, well, I'm never going to let them eat my ass. Let's just- eat, But go down on you. Yeah. Right? Or, yeah. yeah. Or like have me- th- throat fuck them or yeah. you know oh, there's like, a like, lot of throat fucking in this yeah. book. like it reminds me of porn I mean yes. I I know yes we admit like these books kind of are porn but this one is really porny well it's like porn like, for men or porn for women yeah and, and not, one, that I, not that I'm saying that women can't enjoy a level of violence in their sex because certainly like they can yeah but when we're getting to that like oh I'm like choking on his cock and I'm gagging and spit like I and don't I know when I it. when yeah. I watch that in porns I'm like that doesn't look fun for the lady <laughs> no and I feel like that is like <laughs> now we're just gonna talk about porn that's a trope in porn with like the yeah. girl and she's like gagging on the dick and she's crying and stuff's coming out of the side of her mouth and I felt like that's what I was reading and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to read this. This isn't me. Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we just have some, I don't know. Like, I mean, look, I'm all about these? like, a, I'm all about a scene where she's giving the guy head. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But it's just like, does it need to be so aggressive? The way it was described. Yeah. It felt more like masculine and aggressive. And it felt like it was from a man's perspective, which is really interesting because, you know, this author's a female. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I'm being a little like, you know, um, I'm being narrow minded. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's like I find that it it makes him a less likable character, yeah, although very stuck. much an alpha. But it makes it harder for me to like sympathize with the soft sides of him when. Right. But I mean, she's into it too, so it's like I don't know. If it's consensual. But, like also, like I'm like. I like I don't like him because I feel like he's being a poser like he's all like oh yeah like I'm gonna hurt you I can't like let you in I have to stay away but go ahead and gag on my dick that's okay well that I mean count. that's all his animal right like, she's I guess and that's how animal. she kind of describes it like the animals take over and I think she's doing that on purpose so we can be sympathetic for his character in the future um and she can still get her like you know dirty sex in um yeah, but I guess then that's what I don't like about the separation of the animal and the man. You want them uh, that's the downside of it because yeah, like I still want to like his animal. Like I don't, right? I don't necessarily like want them to be too different from one another. And right? I don't know. He's just. I will say he's no Barons. Barons. No, is much I was more just thinking about that. But can still get down. And yeah, I was a blowjob, and I don't feel weird about it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I was thinking, like, throat fucking, I can see Barons being into that. But, like, maybe yeah. I just don't want to read about Maybe Maybe I'm going back on what I said before when I'm, like, not describing it enough. Maybe that's better in some way. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't, to, like, I don't need to hear every little thing about what Mac and Barons are doing to kind of get, get the gist. That's um, true. We are getting every little detail in this book, and I don't know if I like it. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just think there's a happy medium. And I think yeah. that this book maybe is too far in the other direction. To pussy come, pussy come, pussy come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll see as we go along because, you know, I'm sure that there's sex to come. 
Um, oh, and oh, yeah. like so before before we get to the shower sex scene where she's getting throat fucked. Um, uh, didn't we already go there? <laughs> yeah, we did. But before that, there's another sex scene in her bedroom that was so uncomfortable for me. Like, look, like she's masturbating in front of him and that can be hot. But then yeah. he's like dry humping her bed. That's not oh, hot. I forgot about that because he was like recovering and like they couldn't have. Se- He's got these weird rules about I can't have sex, but I, yeah, I'm going to sit here and dry hump your bed, which is so juvenile. Yeah. Well, and, and I like- mean, she says, because uh, she's like trying to nurse him back to health and she really wants to let him at her pussy like a starving man, but she knows yeah. that's going to tear his wounds. So she just masturbates in front of him. And then he's like, I need to get my cock right so I can defile your sheets. No, yeah, please ew. don't. <laughs> and then, like, doesn't he like purposely like leave it there? Like, you get to clean that. Like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. I don't know about all that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think this alpha is that hot to me. <sighs> no, he would be if he would just like be true to himself and admit that he wants her and just bite her and claim her already instead of you know defiling her sheets because he's so frustrated. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, you know, I guess in in essence, that's what at, at the end of the book, after he throw fucks her. <laughs> and they have, you know, like there's after this, there's like a closeness that's developing between them. While he's, I mean, he's that allowing- happens like when you defile someone's sheets <laughs> and then, you know, throat fuck them. Um, sometimes you do get closer. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, his guard's down. He's like she's learning more about him and his past and a little bit more about the relationship with his mom. But there's some kindness behind that dick in my mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, she's into it. She's very obviously she is. into it. And so. that's what makes it like to where I can continue to read because I know that the character is enjoying it. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, there's consent. Fair. She mm-hmm. wants it. She likes it. She's going to get that little puckery spot played with eventually. I know it. And she's going to feel really good about it. Yeah. Good, good for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, he kind of, I mean, he kind of tells her what he's going to do in a way where he's like, I need to let you go, you know, which was kind of weird because so she runs, go, but let's, let's get naughty again. I need to, I, I got yeah. one. Uh, the hot and cold thing kind of, I was over it after a while. Yeah. Well, she's, okay, so when she's still at the castle is when he kind of starts to be like, it, maybe it's not such a good idea for you to be here. You know, like, I'm I'm losing control. My animal obviously wants you. This can't happen. Now the demons are, you know, they know you're here and they're kind of developing an interest and that makes it a, a more... Um, dangerous situation for you here because if they start to take notice of of um, our relationship and kind of the fondness that we are developing for each other, then that's going to get the attention of the, the demon, demon king. king. And we don't want him coming here. Um, so it was weird because it's almost like he had said, I'm going to let you go. But then she also had Ran to run away. away. But I then know. he follows her but is he chasing her to bring her back or does he just know that she's in trouble and so he wants to save her i think he's chasing her to protect her because that's very much his mo that's like 
who he is as the beast or the prince, he protects everyone. And he goes into the Forbidden Forest and he keeps all the naughty demons away and saves the day. So I think that's what he's doing for her. But mm-hmm. then he ends up getting injured. And so she has to take him back to her home and help him and save him. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So we and, get. Oh, yeah. She, he like sac- he's there's that weird scene where he's like ready to die. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's OK. I'm, I'm going to die. Take me in. Yeah. 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 I'm ready for this all to be over. Uh, you know, run far away, save your family, save yourself. Uh, <laughs> what is that old? Um, hide your wives. Hide, hide, hide yeah. your wives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she she meets, you know, these progressively more difficult to kill demons on her trip through the forest while she's trying to go home. And one of them or like a group of them are these weird kind of beasties that have these poison talons and she's not able to fight them off because there's just too many of them and then the beast explodes in and he ends up he ends up shifting into a human and then he gets stabbed with their talons and she's like why did you do that like you would have been fine if you would have stayed in your dragon form because they wouldn't have been able to pierce your scales and he's like, well, because, and I did like that explanation. He's like, dude, I'm huge. That was like yeah. a pre- precision landing kind of thing because they were about to, to nab you with the claws. And so I would have like, taken you Switched out you. if I tried yeah. to like, swish in there. So I had to, to do it as a human to like be able to land in just the perfect way. Um. So, so yeah, so then she takes him back to like, nurse him back to health and that's where we get another in, like another important plot development where we learn and she mentions when she's like seeing how he tends these everlast plants that there's an there's a crowded plant and she had mistakenly thought that the crowded plants you couldn't use those but mm-hmm. then we learn that by using you can use the crowded plants in such a way that it it creates like an extra potent um Elixir. Yeah, you sing to them. Is I was like a little confused. Yeah, that. is that how you get them you to crowd, or you talk to them? I don't, I don't think know. we learn much about that in this book. Well, she figures out that she needs to sing because yeah, stuff that Nefane has told her about his mother and the way that he tends the plants, and so she sings. Maybe to it. yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe he does tell her like he's obviously keeping some things secret from her, um, but he does he does let her in on some of the secrets just in order to to save him because she has to figure out how to you know make this potion or elixir for him to drink to he doesn't even really tell her though he like tests her to see if she can figure it out and then he's like oh i figured he'd figure it out because i was gonna die so you were probably gonna you know get resourceful yeah but he didn't really care if he was gonna die so he didn't that was a very strange way to reveal that yeah I mean, it goes back to that, like, hot and cold of his character. I'm like, what? Do you want to save the day? Do you want to give up? Do you want her? Do you not want her? Like, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I I mean, like, I don't know that you need to keep so many things a secret from the reader in order for, like, the reveal to have impact. Like, I I almost would have rather have, like, let's exchange just some of those sex scenes uh, for maybe <laughs> some interaction between Nefane and the Demon King. Yeah, I love a good Demon King. And even if this Demon King's going to be naughty, I still want to know about him. And I did, I kind of mentioned this earlier. Like, 
how are they like so easily fooling the demons that the demons are like, oh yeah, he doesn't really love her or anything. Like she's just like a prisoner and he's like raping her every night and we'll just let him be. Cause that's fun that he's doing that. Like, it seems like they would be more curious about her or trying to yeah. figure out what was going on there more. Yeah. It like, seems like the demons are a real pack of dummies. And we, lame, and we get right? that there's like some sort of hierarchy where like the lesser demons are in charge of the village and like the higher yeah. demons are in charge of the castle people, but they all kind of seem like ding dongs to me. They um, do. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Well, I realize this book, this book is written in the first person. Um, so, you know, that does make it a bit more challenging to, to reveal, understand the motives of the other characters because, you know, they have to have an interaction with the main character who's the, the narrator of the book. Um, right. But, you know, some there's a cheat around that. Like, sometimes they just do chapters that are a different character. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, we'll see as we go on because obviously this is just book one of three. Um, right. But I, I don't know. In order for what we've learned so far to be more satisfying, I would have liked to have had more of a backstory. Maybe even, like, to start the book, like, learning about the king and the demon king's deal yeah yeah because like, they could have started really there that. and then like fast forwarded um but yeah so it's like i don't know there's there's a lot that was lacking uh in this book that's true and in the beginning they also like make mention of like oh, she's so beautiful that the demon king might come take her so there's this idea that the demon king comes and collects like the beautiful women or something and that's never brought up again until the end when Nefane thinks he's dying, he's like, hey, you're beautiful, resourceful. Go find the Demon King. He'll value you and you can trade for your safety. And that's never really expanded And see, on I all. kind of, I feel like that was hinting toward another kind of trope of this um, genre of book and that there's something special about this main character. Oh, yeah. And they hint at that, too. Like, they, his everyone that's at the castle wants her there. Like they know something that she doesn't know. And like, I think it's basically like something she has. The she is to break a noble the curse. or yeah, 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 yeah. There's something more to her and that they really much want her. And they're always looking to see if he's bitten her and mm -hmm. claimed her. So like, but they can't talk about it because of the magical gag. Yeah. And I mean, that's beauty and the beast too, right? Like yeah. you need, you know, whatever perfect mix of what's going on right. with their relationship is going to be them coming together is what's going to break the curse. Uh, but we just need to figure out why Nefane either A, doesn't want to believe that or B, thinks that it would be at some cost to her to yeah. involve her in this maybe just because he doesn't he thinks it might not work and then it's putting her at risk i don't i don't really know another big hint is that she's like oddly immune to the um, the demons like they don't have the effect right. on her that they do other people like she's not turned mm -hmm. on by them she's grossed out by them and i at first i thought that was because she had just like mated with nefane immediately and that was her her bro um and so she didn't get turned on by anyone else but i don't know it could be more that into who she actually is and well she does are. make that drought or whatever she calls it which is like a um yeah yeah but the like demon magic uh so you drink this and you you're not as um susceptible right? to their influence yeah but does she have that when she's in the castle or is that back i don't know home? i mean i think you're right i think there is just something yeah. more to her but i think that's she a, mentions a way to explain that 
Yeah, she does mention that there's like a change. Like she's like, oh god, it grossed me out. Why is he grossing me out? Like so, I don't think that that drought That's made true. them gross you out. It just made it not so viral. And I think you're right, though. I think it's something to do with them starting to come together because together. there was the first encounter that she had with the demon where she did feel sexually she got turned, turned on. on. And Which I thought after- it was him, actually. I thought it was his mm. beast in the forest, but I wasn't mm. sure. No, I don't think it was. Okay. But maybe it was. I don't Who know. <laughs> yeah. In any in any event, I think that may have been before anything sexual happened between them. And then yeah. something did. And then after that. So it's probably something like, to do with the curse, right? Like, it's already, yeah. like, look. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, th- there's... I, I still liked this book. Um it, there was enough about it that intrigued me that I do oh, yeah. want to keep reading to see what happens. I just, uh, you know, there's, I didn't love everything about it. I will say, like, this is a book. I flew through it, and I immediately got the second one afterwards. So that means I like it. Um, so I think I still have faith in it. Because um, there's other books I read where I'm just like, oh, there's another one. I'll read that later. But I was immediately <laughs> like, oh, no, I need I need the next one. Like, I need to know. Well, it ends on a real cliffhanger. It so does. that's part of it. You're like, well, you can't. I hate it when they just end in the middle of a goddamn scene. Yeah. I mean, it's fine, like, when the next book's out. But when you have to wait, like, we'll see how the next one ends. Because, of course, we'll be covering that in the next episode. Um, but then we'll have to wait because the next one's not out till February. So, right. um, yeah. yeah. But this one does. She basically nurses him back to health. And then he drugs them all and takes off into the night and goes back to the castle. Yeah. Leaves a note saying, like, you're free. Kind of telling her what you had mentioned before, where, you know, you if the shit goes down, you should try to barter with the Demon King. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, j- essentially, like, we can't forget about me face to face again. Like, yeah. you know, this this is over. Uh, it's not a good idea for us to Thanks be around Thanks for the blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> right? Well, he ate her out, too. So He did, yeah. <laughs> he loves to eat her out. Mm. He's really into that. So Good for they him. Both, they both got something. Yeah. They're both sated. Filled up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but their animals are not happy because he oh, hasn't animals are like him to her yet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was like, I need some biting and I need some fucking and I need it now. <laughs> yeah. We want to let this big alpha have at it. What yeah. does her animal say? Her animal says, yum, she purred. He took me prisoner. He's the enemy. That just makes it hotter. Which I have to say, I kind of agree with. Oh, yeah. I love a good, like, what enemies to lovers. Yeah. That's what, um, so I know that she's a little much for you, but Amelia Hutchins, like, she's really good at that, like, enemies yeah, to lovers. See, kind of the beast within, like. Yeah. It's interesting that you didn't like this book so much, because I feel like the sex scenes are kind of reminiscent to hers, where they kind of border I on that violence. Because with hers, like. I'm connected to the characters. This one, I didn't have time to connect to the characters. And then, like, it's different because you're just in this castle of, like, sex, sex, sex everywhere. And, like, I'm not mm-hmm. connected to that. Um, so, like, I didn't necessarily hate the scenes between Nefane and, um, what's her name? Finley. Finley. But, yeah, you're right. There's, I mean, there's definitely, like, a similar tone there. And there's times with the Amelia Hutchins books where I'm like, I don't know about this one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's a fine balance. I can't. Yeah. I can't quite tell you where that point is where I'm like, nope. But. Yeah, <laughs> but you know it when you get there. <laughs> I know it when I get there. Like the, um, so she has that series 
also something about ruins and chaos. Are you talking about Amelia Hutchins? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. These are really similar titles. Um, yeah. but that's like that one. The like alpha male is like terrible to her. Like terrible. Is that the one that I read? I read her. No, no. The one you that's... read. Oh, okay. Fighting Destiny the, was the first yeah, book, which is like one of her early ones. Um, so she's got a series out now that I do, I really like, and it, yeah, it's super violent. You, you kind of hate them. Like I'm kind of wondering if I am going to be able to have like resolution and like them both by the end, but you know, we'll see. One of this, I'll get you to read it one of these days. Yeah, look, I, I'll read it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I still enjoy these books, even if the sex isn't my cup of tea. Like I said, yeah. important that everybody's preferences be represented. Well, like, I feel like mine changes too. Like, I hate to say it, but like, you get a lot of therapy, and sometimes that stuff doesn't quite appeal to you like it used to. Um, and so, like, as I'm on a journey as a human healing, I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I don't like this anymore, but I'll still That's read it. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, and this uh, author, K.F. Breen, uh, she had another series that we read. Um, I loved that one. Sin and Chocolate. And yeah, I loved that one too. Um, not quite as I can't remember the sex scene in it. I feel like it wasn't as it much. Wasn't, there was yeah. much more well, of a they, slow burn. Yes, that's what I was going to say. They don't get to yeah. it for a while. And I. that's what I like about the enemies to lovers is that like they genuinely dislike each other for quite some time in the story um and i just don't buy that as much when there's so much coming together in that right away way and i mean i guess the excuse that she uses is it's their animals and the humans aren't in control of it i don't really buy that from the get-go no, because she admires him, like, from back in the day. Like, she clearly has the hots for him from day one. Like, I don't think she hates him at all. Like, I think she's, she thinks he's kind of bristly. That's about it, you know? Yeah. But, like, with the, like, I remember the, the Sin and Chocolate books. Like, I remember the main, like, the heroine being, like, this guy is a rich douche. I don't like him. Like, it's very clear she's not into him. Yeah, and he's pursuing her in these odd ways that she's she's not doesn't. into. Yeah, I would recommend those if if you know you start this book and you're like, oh, I like her writing style, but this is a little much for me. Um, maybe go back and, and revisit or re- revisit. Go back and check out Sin and Chocolate series. Yeah, and you might find that more up your alley. <laughs> yeah, because there's no going up there. <laughs> I can't remember if there's lots of cum and pussy in those ones. There might be. There might, there might be. be later on. But, like, that's the thing. It's, like, when it's later on, you've made that connection. You are intimate with those characters. And then I can, like, accept it. But when you just, like, start right away, like, bam. It's a little much sometimes. Well, and there's nothing wrong with the words pussy and cum when oh, they're God, used no. sparingly. But if, if they're used over much. and over and over, Yeah. <laughs> Although, like, other adjectives can be even worse, or, or so. Yeah, we don't like I mean, creamed. I hear creamed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's another? There's one that we were, like, laughing about. I think it was something with sheathing. Whatever. I don't mind a good sheath. You don't mind a sheath? <laughs> no. I kind of <laughs> like it. <laughs> uh, I don't even know, like, how do you describe sex in a way that there's Is not going to be one word that you're like, ew. Yeah. I mean, look, I, again, we might poke fun, but 
like these, it's a difficult task. Like no matter how you do it, it's not going to be somebody's cup of tea out there. So yeah, play around. I read a lot where it's like they're like sex is dribbling down their leg, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, not I? a fan of that. I don't know if I, I get it. It makes sense. I mean, yeah, yes. it happens. But it's a true uh, story. I <laughs> There's fluids yeah. involved. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So I already started the next one. There's some fluid talk in the next one. We'll we'll talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So right. so yeah. So we kind of talked about where we we left off. He escapes in the middle of the night and she wakes up to his note and is like immediately says fuck this he's still hurt and he's going into that forest and he's not not at full strength and i don't want him to die so she goes running off after him and that's the end of the the pain yeah (laughs) she's gonna she's gonna run in and save the day even though he had to save her the last time so i don't know about that well you know kids they're crazy they don't always think things through that's true she has like 21 or some shit so yeah at least he's not 700 that's true he's been been frozen in time yeah he's been frozen in time for like what did they say like 16 years or 16 years and he Um, was like her age when he got frozen yeah in his mid mid to late 20s so yeah that's a little bit better (laughs) we can accept that Uh, yeah right anyway so yeah that's that book and uh next week we'll be back with book two a throne of ruin let me get that ruin word again ruin yeah we're gonna see if he ruins her um but yeah (laughs) in the meantime uh we'll be back with that next week and uh yeah i'll talk to you guys later thanks for joining us Bye. bye This has been another episode of the Sexy Scary Book Club with your hosts, Lisa and Jessica. We have more episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you pod. If you like us and want to hear more, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at sexyscarybook or send us an email and tell us what you think at sexyscarybookclub.com at gmail.com.